pharmacokinetic models. Multi-compartment distribution after absorption into the circulation, many drugs undergo an early distribution phase followed by a slower elimination phase. Mathematically, this behavior can be simulated by means of a two-compartment model as shown in figure 1-4. Figure 1-4, serum concentration time curve after administration of a drug as an intravenous bol bolus. This drug follows first-order kinetics and appears to occupy two compartments. The initial curvilinear portion of the data represents the distribution phase with drug equilibrating between the blood compartment and the tissue compartment. The linear portion of the curve represents drug elimination. The elimination half-life can be extracted graphically as shown by measuring the time between any two plasma concentration points on the elimination phase that differ by twofold. So, to continue, the two compartments consist of the blood and the extravascular tissues. Note that each phase is associated with a characteristic half-life for the first phase and half-life beta for the second phase. Note also that when concentration is plotted on a logarithmic axis, the elimination phase for a first-order drug is a straight line. Other distribution models A few drugs behave as if they were distributed to only one compartment. Example, if they are restricted to the vasc vascular compartment, others have more complex distributions that require more than two compartments for construction of acute mathematical models. Drug development and regulation. The sale and use of drugs are regulated in most countries by governmental agencies in the United States. Regulation is by Food and Drug Administration or FDA. New drugs are developed in industrial or academic laboratories before a new drug can be approved for regular therapeutic use in humans. A series of animal and experimental human studies or clinical trials must be carried out. New drugs may emerge from a variety of sources. Some are the result of identification of a new target for a disease, rational molecular design or screening is then used to find a mole molecule that selectively alters the function of the target. New drugs may result from the screening of hundreds of compounds against model diseases in animals. In contrast, many so-called me-too drugs are the result of simple chemical alteration of the pharmacokinetic properties of an original prototype agent. Safety and efficacy. Because society ex expects 
prescription drugs to be safe and effective, governments regulate the development and marketing of new drugs. Current regulations in the USA require evidence of relative safety derived from acute and subacute toxicity testing in animals and probable therapeutic action from the pharmacologic profile in animals before human testing is permitted. Some information about the pharmacokinetics of a compound is also required after be before clinical evaluation is begun. Chronic toxicity test results are generally not required, but testing must be underway before human studies are started. The development of a new drug and its pathway through various levels of testing and regulation are illustrated in Figure 1-5. Figure 1-5, the development and testing process required to bring a new drug to market in the United States. Some requirements may be different for drugs used in life-threatening diseases. The cost of development of a new drug, including fat, false starts and discarded molecules, may be greater than $500, $500 million, although the true cost is often hidden by the manufacturer. Animal testing. The animal testing of a specific drug that is required before human studies can begin is a function of its proposed use and the urgency of the application. Thus, a drug proposed for occasional topical use requires less extensive testing than one destined for chronic systematic systemic uh, administration. Because of the urgent need, anti-cancer drugs and some antiviral drugs require less evidence of safety than do drugs used in treatment of less threatening diseases urgently. Urgently needed drugs are often investigated in a on an accelerated schedule. Acute toxicity. Acute toxicity studies are required for all new drugs. These studies involve administration of incrementing doses of the agent up to the level in at least two species. Example, one rodent and one non-rodent. Subacute and chronic toxicity. Subacute and chronic toxicity testing is required for most agents, especially those intended for chronic use. Doses are selected based on the results of acute tests. Tests are usually conducted for 2 to 4 weeks for subacute and 6 to 24 months for chronic in at least 2 species. Types of animal tests. Pharmacologic profile. The pharmacologic profile is a description of all the pharmacologic effects of a drug effects on the cardiovascular function, gastrointestinal activity, respiration, hepatic and renal function, endocrine function, and CNS. Both graded and quantile dose response data are gathered. Reproductive toxicity, toxicity. Reproductive toxicity testing involves a study of fertility effects of candidate drug and its teratogenic and mutagenic toxicity. Until 2015, the FDA had used a five-level A, B, C, D, and X minimally descriptive scale 
to summarize informa information regarding the safety of drugs in pregnancy. For drugs submitted after June 2015, the letter scale has been abolished in favor of narrative description of the safety or hazards of each drug, and separate categories are established for pregnancy, lactation, and for males and females of reproductive potential. The new system is designated the Pregnancy and Lactation Labeling Rule, or PLLR, and is set forth at its website. New labeling for drugs approved after 2001 will be phased in. Teratogenics can be defined as the induction of developmental defects in the somatic tissues of the fetus, example, by exposure of the fetus to chemical infection or radiation. Teratogenesis is studied by treating pregnant female animals of at least two species at selected times during early pregnancy when organogenesis is known to take place and by later examining the fetuses or neonates for abnormalities. Examples of drugs known to have teratogenic effects include thalidomide, isotretinoin, valproic acid, ethanol, glucocorticoids, warfarin, lithium, and androgens. Mutagenesis denotes uh, induction of changes in the genetic materials of animals of any age and therefore induction of heritable abnormalities. The AMES test the standard in vitro test for mutagenicity uses a special strain of salmonella bacteria whose growth depends on specific nutrients in the culture medium. Loss of this dependence is a result of exposure to the test drug signals a mutation. Many carcinogens, example aflatoxin, cancer therapeutic drugs and other agents that bind to DNA have mutagenic effects and test positive in AMES test. The dominant lethal test is an in vivo mutagenicity test carried out in mice. Male animals are exposed to the test substance before mating. Abnormalities in the results of subsequent mating, example loss of embryos, deformed fetuses, signal, and a mutation in the male germ cells. Carcinogenesis. Carcinogenesis is the induction of malignant characteristics in cells. Carcinogenicity is a difficult is difficult and expensive to study, and the AMES test is often used to screen chemicals because there is a moderately high degree of correlation between mutagenicity in the AMES test and carcinogenicity in some animal tests as previously noted. Agents with known carcinogenic effects include coal tar, aflatoxin, dimethyl nitrosamine, and other nitrosamines, urethane, vinyl chloride, and the polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons in tobacco smoke and other tobacco products. Clinical trials. Human testing of new drugs in the United States requires approval by institutional committees that monitor the ethical informed consent, patient safety, and scientific aspects, study design, statistical power of the proposed test such as testing also requires the prior approval by the FDA of an investigational new drug IND exemption application.
which is submitted by the developer to the FDA, which is in Figure 1-5. The IND includes all the preclinical data collected up to the time of submission and the detailed proposal for clinical trials. The major clinical testing process is usually divided into three phases that are carried out to provide information for a new drug application or NDA. The NDA includes all the results of preclinical and clinical testing and constitutes the request for FDA approval of general marketing of the new agent for prescription use. A fourth phase of study, the surveillance phase follows NDA approval and particularly lethal conditions. The FDA may permit carefully monitored treatment of patients before phases 2 and 3 are completed. Phase 1, a phase 1 trial consists of careful evaluation of dose response relationship and the pharmacokinetics of the new drug in a small number of normal human volunteers, example 20 to 100. An exception is the phase 1 trials of cancer chemotherapeutic agents and other highly toxic drugs. These are carried out by administering the agents to volunteer patients with a target disease. In phase 1 studies, the acute effects of the agent are studied over a broad range of dosages, starting with one that produces no detectable effects and progressing to one that produces either a significant physiologic response or a very minor toxic effect. Phase 2. A phase 2 trial involves evolution, evaluation of a drug in a moderate number of sick patients, example 100 to 200 with a target disease. A placebo or positive control drug is included in a single blind or double blind design. The study is carried out under very carefully controlled conditions and patients are closely monitored often in a hospital research ward. The goal is to determine whether the agent has the desired efficacy. Example, Produces adequate therapeutic response at doses that are tolerated by sick patients. Detailed data are collected regarding the pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics of the drug in this patient population. Phase 3 A phase 3 trial usually involves many patients, Example, 1,000 to 6,000 or more in many centers and many clinicians who are using the drug in the manner proposed for its ultimate general use example in outpatients. Such studies usually include placebo and positive controls in a double-blind crossover this time. The goals are to explore further under the conditions of the proposed clinical use. The spectrum of beneficial actions of the new drug to compare it with placebo. Negative control and older therapy, positive control, and to discover toxicities, if any, that occur so infrequently as to be undetectable in phase 2 studies. Very large amounts of data are collected, and these studies are usually very expensive. Unfortunately, 
Relatively, phase 3 trials include the current standard of care as a positive control. If the drug successfully completes phase 3, an NDA is submitted to FDA. If the NDA is approved, the drug can be marketed and phase 4 begins. Phase 4 represents the post-marketing surveillance phase of evaluation in which it is hoped that toxicities that occur very infrequently will be detected and reported early enough to prevent major therapeutic disasters. Manufacturers are required to inform the FDA at regular intervals of all reported untoward drug reactions, unlike the first three phases. Phase 4 has not been re rigidly regulated by the FDA in the past because so many drugs have been found to be unacceptably toxic only after they have been marketed. There is considerable current interest in making Phase 4 surveillance more consistent, effective, and informative. Adaptive clinical trials, because the traditional three-phase clinical trials are often prolonged and expensive, a newer type of clinical trial is currently under development. Adaptive trials are aimed at combining two or more of the traditional phases and alteration conditions dosage and targets as the trial progresses based on data being collected. Drug patients and generic drugs. A patent application is usually submitted around the time that the new drug enters animal testing. In the United States, approval of the patent and completion of the NDA approval process give the originator the right to market the drug without competition from other firms for a period of 10 to 14 years from the NDA approval date. After expiration of the patent, any company may apply to the FDA for permission to market a gener generic version of the same drug. If they de demonstrate that their generic drug molecule is bioequivalent, Example, meets certain requirements for content purity and bioavailability to original product. Drug legislation, many laws regulating drugs in the United States were passed during the 20th century referred to Table 1-4, a partial list of this legislation. Orphan drugs. Orphan drug is a drug for a rare disease in the United States, defined as one affecting fewer than 200,000 people. The study of such agents has often been neglected because profits from the sales of an effective agent for an uncommon ailment might not pay the costs of development. In the United States, current legislation provides for tax relief and other incentives designed to encourage the development of orphan drugs. End of chapter 1 Basic Principles of Katsung